What's up, everyone? This is C Park, and you're now listening to Electronic Current. It's Paper Skies, and you're listening to Electronic Current. Hey, it's Eamon, you're listening to Electronic Current. Hey, this is Respawn, and you're listening to Electronic Current. Yo, it's your boy, Jor, and you're listening to Electronic Current. 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 What is going on? Noah from Electronic Current here with the newest edition of the Electronic Current guest mix. We have a real special one in store today. Joining me is Toronto's newest, freshest, and best-dressed drum and bass duo, Mob Ties. The duo consists of Dan, also known as Franchise, of Grocery Boy's niche micro-celebrityhood, as well as Andre of Respawn Notoriety. They've come together to share their mutual love of jungle and foghorns, with first the greater Toronto area, but soon the world. Dan and Andre, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing today? Not too bad. How are you doing? <laughs> We're doing great. Uh, uh, okay, great. This sounds great. Um... So, uh, starting off, uh, talk to me about the aesthetic direction of the project. Other than Andre's casual hyperfixation on the Sopranos, where did Mob Ties originate? I can tell you exactly where it originated. We were at a show at Coda. It was the Ben Bomer after party. And I just randomly looked at Dan and I said, you know what would be cool? If we played drum and bass in suits and ties, and we called it Mob Ties. And he was on board, and... That's pretty much it. Yeah. It was, well, it kind of originated with, like, on how you were kind of asked to come back to play some shows as Respawn, but you weren't sure. That, too. I kind of um, forgot about that and then element, I just, just kind of looked at Andre. I was like, what if I joined you and we just, like, did a B2B of just pure, like, the gnarliest drum and bass we could find? Yes. And then that's kind of where it all originated. Because a few months prior, when we were at a, a, a pool party, there were decks, and Dan and I were just messing around, and he found the USB, uh, the drum and bass on my USB, and uh, just kind of went from there. It was, it was a fun time, and I was like, okay, okay, I see the, uh, the affinity towards the higher BPM stuff here. Awesome. Um, so it's like, it came across um, pretty, came together pretty organically, you would say. Definitely. Like, it's like a Very. natural natural pairing that's really sweet i like that um dan uh i want to ask you this specifically uh you've been a pretty hardcore electronic music fan for a long time uh some might even say you're something of a boomer in the scene Uh, i'm some may say not me but some Um, some, yeah uh, how does it uh, finally feel to be stepping behind the decks yourself and what are you most looking forward to um i don't know it feels kind of like I don't want to say like surreal, because um, like I've been like like I said I've been around for a while and I took a bit of a break at one point, but um, but yeah, it's like just one of those things where it's like I'm pretty pretty excited. Um, it's like you know like getting to meet a bunch of guy like a bunch of, like you know with like all the grocery boys and stuff and seeing what they do and like just how much energy and how much fun it is up there. I'm just looking looking forward to bringing that myself. Um, it's hard not to be inspired when you're just surrounded by all that creative energy all the time. Honestly, like, yeah, it's, I would be in discord with, you know, the guys we would be like gaming that next thing, you know, it's like a bunch of guys cop in, everyone's sharing their Ableton's, they're all showing off what they've made. And I'm like, damn, like, this is actually, this is sick. Like, it's so much fun just hearing them like talk about like, you know, like all the different sounds and like, you know, like the, basically the execution of trap, the, like what they're doing and like that stuff so it was uh yeah it became pretty inspiring and then 
yeah, I'm obviously, you know, um, that moment with Andre that night at the, at Coda was kind of like, you know, that just, like, the go, it was like, let's step on the gas and go type Let's thing. make it real, let's, let's, make let's it real. materialize it. Yeah. It's tough. Um, so I can't have a drum and bass duo on without talking about some drum and bass discourse, or as I call it, <laughs> discourse and bass. Um, it feels like every year people are talking about this will be the year that drum and bass blows up in North America. Has that year come and passed, or is it still to come, or does the genre have its audience? I'm optimistically saying that this is probably the year where at least some pockets of it start taking off. I feel like there's actually so many subsections, if that's a word, of drum and bass that, you know, people who might be new to the genre, it's not like they can't tell apart the sounds, it's just they might not know all the names, all the little nuances of each one, um, and definitely the stuff that's going to pop off in North America is the high energy, bright dance floor stuff, which is why, mm. for example, the worship tour that's going on right now has been selling out like city after city. Who's on the worship um, tour? Worship tour is 1991, Subfocus, Dimension, and Culture Shock. And culture shock. Yeah, and that's next. They are the champions of dance floor, drum and bass. They have the anthems. They have the, the, the attention of the crowd. And to be honest, it's going to be exactly like other EDM genres that have boomed in North America over the years. Even if they originated mm -hmm. here, it's like you, you get a taste of the most, you know, uh, mainstream thing, so to speak, and ju just because you're new to it, you enjoy it, and you inevitably start digging deeper, and then you find, like, all this other stuff. And I mean, people who are even more interested in, like, the history of genres or how they came about or how they came to, you know, different regions will look into that. Otherwise, people are just going to be expanding their horizons just listening to this music, and I think they're going to have a good time. Most importantly, seeing all the reactions to drum and bass from festival goers who might have just been fixated on like dubstep or like alternative freeform bass over the last several years even before the pandemic seeing them like naturally react very positively to drum and bass is i think it speaks for itself really you guys see the clips of uh tiesto playing drum and bass on main stage at ultra yes uh, yeah and also david Guetta played drum and bass on main stage at ultra too on the second day that's like I, f I feel like that would be, like, unthinkable, like, two, three years ago. Like, it just wouldn't happen. So, there's I, I agree, there's definitely been, like, an explosion, for sure. I was going to say, not just drum and bass, but jump up in Tiesto's case. Like, mm -hmm. literally playing a HeadX track is... Jump up is considered to be, this might, some people might take offense to this, but the rhythm of drum and bass. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, there's so many similarities, even on a technical level. But... For basically to that to be dropped on the main stage, like a more underground subgenre of uh, overall bigger genre, mm -hmm. that's pretty insane. For sure. Um, so this is my last question. If you were on a desert island and you could only bring three D&B tracks with you, which ones are you skanking to while you die of starvation and dehydration? Um, well, for sure, realized by uh, Soda. Soda and Primate, yes. Yeah, and mm -hmm. that is just a fucking 
banger. I checked the Spotify plays on it the other day. It's something at like a mil over a million plays at this point, and both artists normally are you know their biggest songs are in the hundreds of thousands, and it's that song came out early twenty twenty three. It's mm. definitely taken a lot of different I guess pockets of the electronic music scene by storm because it's so chaotic, but it works so well. Like I cannot get enough of it. I highly recommend everybody listening to this to check it out. It's called Realize by Sota and Primate. And then the other ones that we were thinking of are obviously Mr. Happy Classic by DJ Hazard. Love that Mr. Happy. Like the drum and bass like anthem yes the og it's everyone knows it if you're in, like if you're in a drum bass everyone knows it i mean like i was at like funny enough i was at an excision show and he played mr happy <laughs> and i was so um yeah mr happy for sure is on there and um the final one is solar system by Subfocus. yeah just because that that is an anthem right there it's like it's a feel-good anthem in the sense that every time you you know, you, you hear that build coming, you know what the melody is for the, you know, the call and the response. And you also know that whoever's around you, like there's at least going to be a few people who know it and they are going to bring the energy. Like I've, I've, I've heard that song dropped live a few times in my life and every single time it was definitely a crowd favorite. We're dropping it as a triple in our set, all three songs at once. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Realize Solar System and Mr. Happy as a triple. No more, idea how it's going to sound, but it's going to work. More songs <laughs> at once is more better. Exactly. That's, exactly. That's the that's the trench way, you know? Exactly. Well, we might uh, start quad dropping, and then we will have to call ourselves UK B-Flow. All right. And that's enough of that. I'm canceling the guest mix. All right. Uh, <laughs> Okay, no, but uh, for real, uh, uh, good talking to you guys. Uh, I don't think there's anything really left to do, but um, roll out the carpet. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourselves. <laughs>